Super Talk Mississippi media production. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. You know, one of the keys to a, a good community, a great community, a great region like coastal Mississippi is strong community-minded leadership. As a result, coastal Mississippi is only going to be as strong, ultimately only going to be as strong as its collective leadership. I talk about that all the time on Coast View. Uh, it was one of the keys to our success after Hurricane Katrina. I mean, so many selfless leaders came forward to, to, to contribute toward rebuilding, and in some cases, actually reimagining the future of coastal Mississippi. When we think about this, um, we don't need a disaster to tell us how important this is. In fact, I'll, I'll say this, disaster certainly creates these dramatic case for actions, this moment in history where the leaders have to come together. But it's actually the work that we were doing in the trenches for a number of years, um, over many, many, in fact, decades, focused on this whole subject of leadership development. And, um, and I think it's that work that ultimately defines the success of our region. We are where we are today in this region because we've been committed to, to leadership development over all these years. And it comes in a bunch of different forms. It could be experiential. It could be f- serving on a board or being involved in some, some community building uh, effort or, or board. Uh, it could be uh, a formal program, you know, like a leadership development program or seminar. So it comes in a bunch of different forms. But, but the, we are fortunate in coastal Mississippi that we've had a history of commitment to leadership development across the coast, in every city of coastal Mississippi. Um, Harvey Firestone said this that I think replies really well. He says, the growth and development of people is the highest calling of leadership. So as leaders sort of become advanced in the community, I think one of the things they learn to do is sort of pass this, this commitment back to the next generation so that we're constantly you know, churning out new leaders for the community. And then Martin Luther King said this, and Martin Luther King Jr. said this, and I think is really powerful. A genuine leader is a searcher for consensus. It's not, it's not a, ser- a searcher for consensus, but a molder of consensus. A genuine leader is not a searcher for consensus, but a molder of consensus. Essentially, what we're saying is that the leaders who are in community-minded in coastal Mississippi are developing visions for the future of coastal Mississippi. And these compelling visions are what drives this community forward, is what makes us make progress. With all that in mind, I'm thrilled to have my friend Kimberly Nastasi joining me on Coach View this morning. Uh, Kimberly, how are you doing this morning? Good morning. I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to have you. We go back a long way, and we'll talk about that here in just a second. But you're the Director of Communications for Ingalls Shipbuilding today. And by the way, I'm really proud of you for making that move. Tell me about what you do today. Thank you. Um, Yes, I am the Director of Communications at Ingalls Shipbuilding. Um, Our department focuses on employee communication, engagement. So we do everything from digital media to print media, all of the videos, um, social media, um, 
any, any type of communication out to the workforce. As you know, we're the state's largest employer. Um, we have uh, Ingalls Connect tools, an app, texting. Our workforce um, needs to have information. They need to be able to understand what their benefits are. They need to understand things in the work environment. So our job is to get the information to them in the way that they want it and need it. And then also um, to create our brand to help with recruitment and employee engagement. And, and just really cre- create an environment of information. Well, you, uh, you're well educated. You have a master's in communication and you've you really worked hard throughout your career to, uh, to develop the skills that are coming to fruition there. You know, I often talk about Ingalls being one of the bookends with Stennis being the other bookend. But man, we are, we are super lucky to have this strategic position that Ingalls gives us here in coastal Mississippi, aren't we? We absolutely are. I mean, Ingalls is the most fascinating place and the state is, uh, it's just such a powerful impact that we have. And when you look at um, the economic impact of it, if you look at the diversity of jobs, when you look at the opportunities for people to stay local, um, when you look at our products and what they do all over the world, our ships, the the diverse portfolio of them and their missions, it, it's, a, it's a global impact. It's, it's incredible. I can tell you're the director of communications for Ingalls now. <laughs> You've <laughs> always been good at what it. you do. But you Thank were you. the uh, you were the chief executive officer for the Coast Chamber, the Mississippi Gulf Coast Chamber, and you had um, many roles as it relates to organizing or efforts to develop leaders to be involved in leadership development. So when you were hearing me do do the opening, what was running through your head? <laughs> You know, there was an annual meeting one year where I said, no one grows up to think they're going to be a chamber director. It's just not one of those careers that you think about as a a little kid and aspire to be. But it is the most fortunate opportunity for someone because it puts you in a position to be exposed to the greatest of the greats. Um, The amount of people that I was able to work with over my tenure at the chamber uh, is it's it probably reaches the thousands and every single person had unique characteristics and they offered something very significant to the Mississippi Gulf coast. They had a common denominator of being a part of the chamber and being part of growing the community. Um, So it was such a a unique opportunity for for me. And I never let that, um, I never let that slip by. I always took advantage of that. I was aware of it. I was present. And so, you know, that's part of, for me, why leadership is so important is because I, I was in that moment and understood it. And I want others to know that as well. Yeah, I was really fortunate because even before we had some of the the more formal leadership development programs that we have today, I had Roland Weeks as a, as a mentor, which is one of the reasons why when we developed the leadership awards for the Sun-Herald, the community leaders in the top 40, uh, top 10 under 40, was that, uh, and I named the community leaders to the Roland Weeks Hall of Fame, I wanted to give him the appropriate attention and recognition for the impact that he's had on Coastal Mississippi over so many years, especially on me. But he taught us that if we don't stay focused on keeping this region together, we'll end up fighting so much so much amongst ourselves that we won't be able, you know, Jackson won't have to pay attention to us because we'll sort of drown out each other's voices. But over the years, we really began to understand why it was important for us to speak with one voice. And so I, I looked to Roland as sort of being one of the most important uh, mentors that I had in my career. 
But if you go back in your career, I was so interested to learn. You were at the chamber at 23 years old, which yes. we were talking about off, offline there. Um, how is it you understood early in your life to seek mentors out? I think I had good people around me, for one. Uh, when I first started at the Biloxi Chamber, I was a Biloxi Chamber director, Wes Fulmer, Dennis Burke, you, you know, I had a group of people that were around me that, that really sat me down and said, listen, this is, this is what your role is. This is what it can be. Make time and listen. And Wes Fulmer's one that um, ingrained in, that in me at an early age. He's to always listen. Because when you're 23, you think you know a lot, but you, what you learn as you get older is you really don't know. <laughs> but I took that to heart. I knew that was good advice. And so, you know, our, our frequent conversations, um, what I, I knew to do was to listen and learn from that experience. And I, I remember specifically our conversations. The one thing that I always left with was this just renewed passion and excitement, because whatever we spoke about, the way that you just channeled it and had the passion around what you were saying and what you were teaching me, it, it stuck with me. It was one of those things that, you know, you, you just have a, a different feeling throughout your day. Um, the impact and your, your passion, uh, it was vital in my development. And so I was fortunate that I think people that had a, a little bit more tenure in their career took an interest in my development and said, you know, here's some opportunities. It's up to you to do it, but we're recommending this to you. And, and I did. And I was smart enough to listen. Well, you, you did listen. You listened well. And it made people like me and others who had the fortunate uh, roles of helping to sort of mentor you along. It, it made us want to work with you. And uh, I told you that I would just, you know, I'd be going through my busy day and suddenly Kimberly Nastasi would pop up on my calendar and you would have made that, that, that appointment. And I think the important learning here and what you taught, I think a lot of people, as you continued on and co-founded Coach Young Professionals and all the other things that you did, is that leadership development opportunities aren't something that's done for, to someone. It's, you know, they, if these are opportunities that are provided and then it's up to every young person to take advantage of those opportunities. So what I always appreciated about you was that you took ownership in your own development. You didn't, you didn't put that on someone else to be responsible for. So if they failed, you failed, you, you, you expected to be a success. And you knew that in order to do that, you had to control your own destiny. It, basically that's what was driving you, I guess, huh? It was, I mean, I wanted to be like the people that were volunteering for the chamber. Um, you know, when when I watched what you guys were doing, the work you were doing, the passion, the commitment and on a volunteer level, it uh, sparked something in me. And I, I wanted that. That was part of the genesis of uh, CYP was knowing that there was a need on the Gulf Coast for young professionals that needed to be filled. But I was part of that group. So, you know, it was a it, it was a great opportunity to have something like that be built. You co-founded Coach Young Professionals. When we come back, I want to talk more about that because it's so interesting how that organization sort of taken a life of it, you know, become, taken on its own life, and it's and it stood the test of time. And the networking opportunities have been absolutely dramatic, uh, and it's important to you know where we are as a community today. So when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Kimberly Masasi. See you after this break. Oh, 
Broadcasting safe and sound from the coastal Mississippi studios, this is Coast View View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk 103.1. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We're talking about leadership development, more specifically community leadership development with Kimberly Nastasi. Uh, she's the director of communications at Ingalls, but she has a long career of community service. And just to kind of hum a few bars, top 50 business women in, in Mississippi by Business Journal, a Mississippi Business Journal. Top 40 under 40, Sun Herald, of course. Uh, top 40 under 40, the Mississippi Business Journal, Outstanding Community Leader uh, in Class of 2011 for the Sun Herald, Hall of Fame for Coach Young Professionals. The, the list goes on. But you, uh, you really put your energy where your mouth was, and you understood something that I say all the time. That is, the more we learn, the more we better learn how much we don't know. Right. It, and, and that thirst for, for knowledge, it keeps you humble because again, the older you get, you know, as you said, when you came in at 23, you sort of <laughs> had a, had a, you know, a, 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 a grip on all the knowledge, but, but as you grow older, you really understand this in a community though, every time you sort of, you know, break the lid on something to understand what's underneath that, you learn something more. And there's just so many nooks and cranny of a communicate of a community that make this community tick. That's why I always talk about the thousand points of light, that it's this accumulation of lights that come together to make for a great community. But man, there's just, I mean, there's, you can never learn it all, can you, Kimberly? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And, you know, I was listening to your interview with Cindy Walker recently, and it, it made me think about when you were talking about all of that, the positions she's held in her career um, and what she brings to the table and how diverse her skill set and her knowledge is. And she's one person. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, you're right. I mean, there's so many people and it goes all types of directions when you start looking at what they contribute and even more so when you get two of them or three of them or four of them together, and then the possibilities are endless. I refer to her as a beam of light, <laughs> a beam. I refer to you as a beam of light, the, the work that you've done you. and that you continue to do because you, you go, you leave your role with the coast chamber, you go to Ingalls in this new role. But you're still dedicating so much of your free time, if you if you can call it that, to the community for for a number of different reasons. Hey, let's go back to Coach Young Professionals. Sure. Coach Young Professionals was a really important moment in our coast history in terms of bringing leaders together in a form that gave them a chance to begin to get their feet wet and really, especially, create networks. And that became sort of a, a really powerful force in coastal Mississippi. Why was that needed and why has it stood the test of time? Well, the genesis was um, looking around and needing people my age to connect with. And so when I started investigating that, I learned that other communities have young professional groups. And I started looking at what they did for the community, what they did for development, and, and really wanted that on the Gulf Coast. The Chamber is a powerful organization. But at that time, looking around the room, there wasn't anybody my age. So, you know, those people, the next generation needed that as well. And it was at Leadership Gulf Coast one day. It was a diversity and inclusion day. And my mother and I were the presenters. And I was talking about this concept of YP organizations, young professionals. And Eric Corvette was in that room. 
And he said, we need to do this. And he just was very passionate in the conversation. And so afterwards I went to him and I said, you know, this isn't something that I can do. It's not about me. It's about all of us. Will you be president if we do this, if we have this effort? And he committed to that. And, and it quickly grew. There were six of us that um, met and kind of planned what it was going to be. We'll focus on development, focus on advocacy, quality of life. And so we, we went in with a strategy of everything that means something to young professionals. The chamber quickly supported it, um, provided the, the administrative aspects of it. And our first event, we had 350 people. And the organization today is it's still strong. I mean, it has individuals. I think the last time I looked, there was three states that members were represented from um, nearly 300 members. And the caliber of volunteers for that organization just it, it makes me so proud. Every time I go to a black tie blue jean event and I'm, I'm learning about what they're doing and who they are, um, it's amazing to me. But there there was a, a gap. People people that were were in that age group needed that development and needed something that would bring them together. So I think that's why it stood the test of time. Um, also, because I think it focuses on leadership and development, advocacy, education. I always said young, young people can get together and, and socialize and play. But when it comes to that network, when it comes to applying for awards, when it comes to um, it being introduced to nonprofits to sit on a board, learning how to serve on a board, that organization gave you the tools to do that effectively. Well, you mentioned Eric's name, and it's so interesting. I can remember when you guys came to the Sun Herald to meet with me, it was you and Eric and your executive committee. Yes. And you were talking about, we're doing this. We're, we're forming this organization, and it's going to do this. And uh, it's, you know, looking back now, we're, we're running out of time, unfortunately, Kimberly, but we're going to come back and continue this conversation. But when you look back now at the number of people who, who emerge from Coach Young Professionals who become substantial leaders in this community, man, I mean, that to me is one of the one of the biggest uh, one of the biggest exclamation points on the need for that organization. It's, so, it's amazing. It, is, it really is amazing. Listen, congratulations on all your success. Thank you. It's fun Thank to you watch for having you. me. And uh, I look for, we're going to come back. We're going to do a show just about Ingalls the next time. I want to I want to learn more about your role and what's hot at Ingalls these days. What's going on there these days? Um, All right. Always lots to talk about. I know there is. We'll talk about that. So anyway, this has been Kimberly Mastasi, director of, of uh, communications for Ingalls. We've been talking about leadership and uh, we'll uh, have a have a great day. Thank you. Thank you so much. You bet. Coast View on Super Talk 103.1 is brought to you by J. Allen Toyota on I-10 Exit 38 Gulfport. See all the incredible inventory at allentoyota.com. And remember, when you think Toyota, think J. Allen Toyota. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.